A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Niler Nine podcast. We are back and doing a remote recording. Obviously, the reasons are very obvious why we're doing that. It's myself, uh, Niall Byrne, here on this end, and on the other end, through Skype, is Andrea Cleary. Hello, hi. I hope this How all sounds okay. It's oh, very strange. Just, yeah, it is very strange, isn't it? Mm. Um, so obviously, you know, we didn't do a podcast last week. Um, I think out of necessity, really, because, you know, a lot of things have happened since we last talked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fair to say that um, we've all been adjusting. Um, I can't even remember. I know we talked about coronavirus last time out. Um, so the last day that we recorded was the day that the... Um, I suppose shutdown is the wrong word, but the day that it was announced that um, the schools were closing, that was that day. Yeah, and all gigs were basically cancelled. We kind of yes. knew that by then. So, mm. uh, yeah, I think we've just been, this is episode zero of the new world. The new world order. In, as you said. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just kind of figuring it out as everyone else is. Um, yeah, so I am in my house in Dublin 8 and you in your house. Do you want to disclose where you live? Uh, South County, Dublin. <laughs> South County Dublin, there yeah. you go. So, yeah, I think it's just been such a strange time for everyone, uh, everyone at home and following the news. How, how are you doing with the the updates stuff? I've kind of, I've, I've been hands off a bit in the last couple of days in terms of what's been going on and I've just been, i just out of necessity, not yeah. checking religiously like I was last week. I was looking at the news and the Irish Times live blog every couple hours and mm. I just couldn't do it anymore. I think you know? I think you have to at some stage stop. So we my housemates are working from home now as well. So we have a routine of watching the one o'clock headlines, the six o'clock headlines and then the nine o'clock news. And then the rest of the time I just avoid updates Um especially like I'd, I'd see things come in on Twitter, um, but I don't really click into any like articles or anything because yeah I just I'm trying to I suppose compartmentalize it because I'm still working like I've actually been so like thankfully so so busy in the past uh week or 10 days or however long it's been um that if I start thinking about it too much I get really distracted and kind of swinging in moods and stuff so I just kind of have to like compartmentalize the news like for one o'clock six o'clock and nine o'clock so I do recommend doing that right okay Mm. well that's good that's a good idea um I have found now just generally it's been quite difficult just to keep up on um just your own life you're like figuring out yeah i think you have to set up a new routine now i i have been used to i have been used to uh working from home before but mm. 
Um, this is different, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think for like on a, you know, on a business note, you're like, well, what's the future hold for nine or nine? How are we going to make money? All the gigs we had lined up for the next few weeks, all the clubs we had are gone. Mm. Um, there's no money coming in that way. There's no advertising or sponsorship um, prospects coming in right now because everything is such is is on hold essentially so i think it's interesting to even just think of that like one of the things that's been really um interesting for me is thinking about so we have we've obviously spent a lot of time on this podcast every week or just like occasionally plugging the patreon and that's kind of the only level of support we have right now the only one we can rely on is a is the patreon because patreon.com forward slash line line is the uh, direct listener or reader supported uh model uh, advertising is is completely gone um and we don't know when it's going to come back or, or or if there will be prospects for us in the future so it's scary times and you know yeah. all the things like paying for an office that you can't get into or like and you just, when you have a lease and all that kind of stuff you know it's mm. a strange strange situation to be in so it is. yes i'm trying not to let myself get overwhelmed by it and um so i think what we're going to do on this episode of the podcast is discuss some, it's basically a reasons to be cheerful special, right? It's, that's what we're going to be yeah. doing. Just talking yeah, I, about. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about anything sad this week. I just. <laughs> I want to just because okay. I found like in the podcasts that I'm listening to, like the the ones that are just sort of like not not just getting on with it, like still talking about the situation, but trying to find good examples of good humanity within it have been the ones that have lifted me a bit. So. Hopefully yeah. this can be our contribution to that sort of pod- podcast theme. Yeah. And I'm it's also just eating being... a tea cake right now. So if um, if you can hear me chewing, <laughs> I apologize. No, your your mic is not picking up your chewing. You're, good. you're a good chewer. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think like it's obviously like in terms of what we cover on the site has changed completely. Like all the gigs, like when we started and it was just like, Oh, you know, all the gigs are cancelled, glass debris cancelled, all those kind of things. And you're like, well, Coachella cancelled before that. And everything just became this inevitable, well, everything's going to be cancelled. So why is the point in announcing anything's going to yes. be cancelled? Yeah. Do you know? So you're in this weird position where, you know, gigs have been rescheduled. Like there was a big Bon Iver one that was rescheduled to January last, uh, yesterday. Um, but other than those big ones, you can pretty much presume that anything that's happening up until mid-june or at least until we've no more is is at least i would be surprised if anything like for example uh there are festivals coming up in june and july would i'm not sure if they're going to go ahead at the moment but they're currently operating as if they are because there's there's a lead in to those kind of things like it's not like the if a festival happens the first weekend in june um it's gonna start setting up like I, i used to i know you you're like Emma is in your kind of neighborhood and I used yeah. to work up by Emma and um, you know when, when they're getting ready for the gigs there or for festivals there like the lead in time for people working on setting those things up can be you know three or four weeks sometimes for, for the big ones so that's true yeah so have we've to got the that in as well you know yeah um, so it's really interesting to see and it's obviously a hard time for everyone and the uncertainty creates um, you know it can creates apprehension in terms of people wanting to buy tickets for something that may not may be cancelled may not be cancelled we don't know yet um yeah that's one of the reasons why glass be cancelled because they were talking about all the uh hundreds of thousands of people who have to go and set up the site and that's it yeah it's just not feasible for them to be on site nearby each other all the time Mm. and so they made the decision to postpone uh, or to cancel this year's edition and move on so yeah it's just been really strange i guess i guess the I've been impressed by the level of take up on live streams, which is obviously, um, you know, out of necessity because when mm. bands and artists can't play gigs, that's all you can really do. But yeah. I, I think there's been a lot of like really nice small things that have happened. Like look at what, what happened with Bandcamp last week. Bandcamp may uh, waived all the fees that it usually takes on anything that uh, bought, uh, anyone bought on Bandcamp. And last Friday, uh, they had a very successful um, round of uh, of purchasing, really, worldwide from... Normally, they said on a typical Friday, fans buy about 47,000 um, items or releases on the service. 
but this past Friday when uh, Bandcamp waived its fees and everyone uh, you know promoted that, uh, nearly eight hundred thousand uh, releases were bought or singles or albums or streams or whatever you want to call it, mm. uh, which amounts to four point three million worth of music. It's unreal in dollars. So I saw a um, friend of the podcast, Maya Sophia, tweeting and saying that um, the day before the Bandcamp sale. Uh, she couldn't she couldn't afford to pay her rent and then um yeah. on the day that it happened and she got the money into her account uh, she was able to pay her rent for this month so it really just yeah. underlines like how much artists like the people whose music that we love really do rely on our money and spotify streams aren't gonna pay the bills they're not gonna pay the rent you know yeah that's true and then spotify announced uh yesterday a couple of different things a 10 million um relief funds essentially that they would match for anyone who donated but also that they would put donate buttons um so you'd be able to donate directly to the artist that's good so yeah it's something for sure Um, and it's nice to see them do something but they their fun stuff is about help musicians uh uk and to allow those kind of um uh, what would you call it? Like um, organizations to, uh, you know, help uh, look after people in terms of um, a music relief fund is what they called it. Mm. So uh, they said they will match donations to organizations such as Music Cares, uh, which is aiming to, that's the Recording Academy's um, COVID-19 relief fund, help musicians, the Coronavirus Financial Hardship Funds, uh, urgent payments to musicians in significant financial need, and the PRS Foundation as well with more to come. And then they also said, yes, they would actually do the... um, put in uh, the donate buttons on everyone's profile that hasn't come in yet. I'm not sure how it's going to work or, or whatever, but it just shows you it's precarious times for everybody mm. in terms of um, what's going on uh, in terms of, uh, you know, finances and all that kind of stuff. So anything we can do to help musicians, it was really nice to see when any of the live stream stuff I've been watching as well. Um, there's been people doing donate links and the likes of, well, I guess we like a Paddy's day and that around that time was kind of the first day we had where people started to do that on mass. Mm. And we had uh, it was a really interesting day. It was like, first of all, there was like the sing along social did a Instagram live thing, which mm. was just so wholesome and lovely. And then uh, Clara Beck did her music quiz, uh, which she was supposed to do in the circular instead. Uh, and then we had. The Scratch did a live stream and the Merry Wallopers that day as well and all offered donation links as well. So mm. just a really lovely thing to see. Uh, I guess the next thing is that what could happen in terms of support for musicians is uh, showing the way forward. The German government unveiled a 50 million aid package for the nation's creative industry, including six months of social security for freelancers um, today. Mm. So that's there's a story up on another line uh, today about that as well. So you can have a look at that. Um, So, yeah, interesting stuff, I guess. So what we do, uh, what we're going to do is just discuss some things that have made all this... uh, reason to be cheerful, things that have made us uh, feel a bit better in these weird times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, where do you want to start? Where should we start? Well, I've got listening, watching and reading. So whichever you'd like uh, first. Okay. Well, let's just talk a bit about the live stream stuff. I think that's yeah. been really, really, really nice. Like I mentioned the Mary Wallopers live stream, the scratch, and I was very impressed with the level of detail and, and production even on, on what they were doing. So mm. they actually announced they're going to be doing a, they're releasing their album Friday, this Friday. That's today, Friday, yeah. I've been listening, listening to, to it, it today. today. Oh, have you? It very is, good, very it good. is going to blow your head off it's unreal <laughs> it's so 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 good um that i actually have it down as one of my reasons to be cheerful is just that i've been like oh. bopping about the place listening to that today it's it's really 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 good great fontaine's nice dc sweet. are quaking they are quaking <laughs> in their boots like <laughs> yeah yeah um and then the other thing i guess is the proliferation of just people using zoom and house party to like connect with their friends and stuff so mm. we we actually myself and a bunch of my mates actually did a a music quiz last sunday mm-hmm. well not music quiz a general knowledge quiz um but uh, i did a novelty music round as part of it so there was seven groups of us we all came up with a, a round of questions each and uh, it was great crack and we're gonna do it again and gonna we're looking into we're gonna do a nine or nine music quiz soon i think on 
Instagram live, maybe yeah. Saturday next. So that would be what the third of April is it? The third of April, um, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So not this Saturday, uh, but next Saturday. Who knows what day it is? And anymore. I, I finally no went to the Lumo. Fort. You did. <laughs> I went to Lumo. It was unreal. In a way, you did. It started you promptly did. at eight. And, yeah. um, yeah, I was really happy to see that you took my advice on board, you know, starting, starting yeah. club nights a bit, that bit, a little bit earlier, you know, Especially I was, I was you. in bed by 12. Fabulous. <laughs> fabulous night. Okay. Very good. Yeah. We did a, a Lumo live, uh, kind of lockdown stream thing between our three houses on Twitch, mm. um, which we are definitely going to do again, maybe. That was brilliant. That was so much fun. It was great. And the, oh, the chat yeah. was lit, like. It was yeah, really it was cool. lovely. It was lovely. Um, you know, my only problem with it. So we basically did it where if anyone did, wasn't paying attention to it, we, we all, three of us are in three different houses. One is in Kildare, two in Dublin 8. And uh, we switched, we did an hour each and switched between the streams and we had uh, some nice graphics and stuff like that. We didn't, we didn't have any video stuff, but sure, we didn't need it. Mm. And uh, it was just really an lovely thing to do. Uh, and it was it was just gave me some slight buzz in terms of feeling like we we did something Lumo wise and yeah. we raised like hundred and sixty quid I think for Irish Cancer Society and Class. just a really nice just a really nice uh, experience and you know it's nice to have that those kind of things where you're bringing people together mm. and it feels good. Another thing I um, watched which do. I really enjoyed was um, Dahi did three live streams where he created a track from scratch and uh, live streamed the whole process from start to finish. And I watched all three of them. Um, so like the first one was my background to while I was like cleaning my room. My second, the second one, I was like maybe doing a little bit of work or something. And it was just really amazing to kind of have somebody share that process, like from the very, very beginning yeah. and really break everything down, like and talk about what equipment he's using, why he chooses this key, like what what inspires him to use this tone. And it, it sort of breaks it down and makes it look easy. But then when you're watching him work, you're actually like, I oh, know this guy, <laughs> this guy is a genius. Like, but um, yeah, those those live streams are really, really great. And again, like just being able to go on and chat with people, um, people who you like you might know from around the place or from the industry who you don't really get to see anyway. It's just such a nice way to like bring bring people together because we're all stuck at home. Like we're not. Yeah, we're not out there yeah. living interesting lives you know we're all we're all stuck in um so that was really really great and that um track is available now i think if you go to his maybe his bank camp i'm not sure actually uh but if you, if you yeah, go to his twitter it's there it's, it's on his bank camp yeah, it? yeah. so um Irish so get that. and it's, it's a great yeah. track it's really really good yeah, it's really lovely, and it has some. What I liked about it was the contrib contributions from Claire, the violinist Claire Sands and singer mm. Sinead White, uh, who sent their parts over email while watching the stream. Yeah. So he did it across three days. So I think uh, by the end yeah. of the track, he had put their parts into the song, which was just really lovely and a nice thing to do. And yeah, yeah like I said, you said the song is actually very good as well. Yeah, song's so great. Like had, had he released the song with no context, you'd be like, unreal, a new a new Dahi song, which is great. Do you know? Yeah, so did really well. Mm. Cool. Um, so what else have you been listening to? What's been I've going on? been listening to Father John Misty's Off Key in Hamburg live album, which was released uh, yesterday. Um, again, and all why proceeds is this from a, that. a particular well, interest to you? A particular interest to me because I was at that gig. Um, it was one of the best gigs I've ever seen in my life. He played at the Hamburg Hamburg. Uh, Phil Armani, um, which is just the most bizarre and amazing venue. It's like a, it's just huge. Like definitely look up pictures of it online. It's like an architectural marvel. Um, so yes, I was at that gig. I didn't know it was going to be recorded. I didn't know he was ever going to put it out as a live album. Um, he played with a with an orchestra. And so he's released it and all proceeds from it will be donated to um, the Music Hairs COVID-19 Relief Fund. Um, and you can get it uh, on Bandcamp and you can stream it for free as well on, on Bandcamp um, if you can't afford to buy it right now, which a lot of people can't. I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, listening back to it just brought back so many memories of just being there and just having like a really amazing couple of days away in Hamburg and it sounds wonderful. Like, so I've been, I, I've been waiting for Father John Misty during this whole thing because he, 
I think is probably the guy who will soundtrack the end of my world. Um, <laughs> like I just imagine it to be the pure comedy album on repeat until eventually the world implodes within itself. Um, so it was really nice to see him kind of come out and, and um, release new new versions of old songs that have more violins okay. in them. Very good. Mm. Is there any particular track we can maybe take a snippet of? Oh, like yeah. Oh, God, you could go with any of them. I, I think the, the version of Please Don't Die on that is is particularly lovely. Um, okay. else you've been listening to that's new mm. anything else i've been listening to that's new um bright eyes released a new, a new song uh, well, i haven't even heard that yet now yeah persona non grata it's very very good when did um, that come it's out? very bright eyes um today yesterday oh, right. okay one or the other um so pretty much just I've pretty much only really been listening to the scratch, uh, to be honest. Okay. I'm finding it. I, I th- we were saying before we started recording that we're finding it a little bit hard to listen to new music. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, part of it is that I am finding myself kind of retreating into, I guess, like some kind of musical safe space. Like yeah, you're looking uh, for your albums comforts. and songs. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's no, no. You know, I've I definitely go through times in uh, in my job, I guess, where you feel like it's a bit of a struggle listening to new music, or you nothing's yeah. quite grabbing you. Um, I have very little that's grabbed me in terms of new stuff, other than once off track. I have, I have a fair few things actually that individual tracks in terms of albums. Um, I. Really, since yesterday, um, when it really took me, uh, the J Electronica album, A Written Test to Me, is very, very good. A uh, mm. very good album. Uh, there was a lot of big releases last week, like Childish Gambino. And I Weekend. haven't listened to that yet. Well, my I've listened to it. I've tried. I've seen very mixed things. I saw Dean uh, Van Wyn gave it five stars in The Guardian. Really? Wow. Yeah. And you, you've said it's kind of so-so. A couple of other people have said it's so-so. I think it's oh, no, really, you, you said it's bad. I think it's really bad. Yeah. Okay. I think it's very unfocused. It sounds like demos. Um, mm. It's all over the shop. Uh, it kind of sounds a bit like some, like... Donald Glover trying to do a J. Paul album with Prince Bits and um That sounds unreal. I'm gonna stop you there and say that that sounds I know, unreal. I know. And then some <laughs> Kanye, but it's actually it doesn't work at all. It's just really unfocused uh-huh. and like the sound it just sounds like demos. It sounds like unfinished demos. And what it doesn't it doesn't help that the album is called three fifteen twenty as if it was like, you know, I know it was day it was released officially, but um you know, it just feels like it's just cobbled together, even though they were making them over the last few years. And um, mm. so I really think it's quite poor. I've tried again to listen to it. Uh, it feels like Summer is the only song on it that was previously released. And mm. that is, they're all listed just as a time codes instead of actual track numbers, other than the first one or two. I don't know why that is. Ariana Grande mm. is on one of the songs. Um, yeah, I just it just sounds like a mess, to be honest. Okay. Um, I really I'll, wanted to I'll listen like to it, it during the week and I'll come back next week with... Uh with my thoughts on it but yeah. I like I mean the the first thing I saw about it was the five stars in the Guardian so I was like yes oh my god I'm so excited for this this is going to be what gets us through and then I just saw the kind of more negative stuff coming through so yeah, yeah. no I'll give it a go and come back to it next week I'm looking forward to the Dua Lipa album coming out tomorrow that got yeah a, that a might be review that might the be the pop album we need now um mm. and like good have you have you heard it I, I have not heard the whole thing yet no I've only mm. heard 
three songs like anyone else i think so i haven't got a copy of it yeah. yet, but it'll be out tomorrow so you uh yeah just about the donald glover one um like there was a pitchfork review today to give it six uh and uh said it's all very the regional manager just watched blade runner and wants to talk about it so it doesn't it is not they're not a fan paul a thompson is not a fan of, of the judge gambino album yeah i think um Lipa mm. is uh probably one to some good escapist pop music is probably what you need and that's what kind of i think that's what i need yeah, yeah like i've been listening to this is what i've been listening to some classic 90s r&b stuff that's what i've been going to the last week such as like swv i'm so into you that song Brandy and Monica, The Boy's Mind, there's a club mix of that, which is seven minutes long, which I really like. Uh, the likes of Aaliyah, TLC, On Vogue, um, stuff like that. Just like fun, old music, comforting, fun stuff. Um, like f- familiar stuff that isn't going to like yeah. jar us, I suppose. Because I think I, I probably just don't have the head, the head in me to like really devote time to a new album. Because... Yeah. Not not time, I suppose, but like emotional energy, yeah. <laughs> I guess, to a new album, which is obviously a very first world problem. But I mean, I just like single tracks, I'm kind of fine with listening to at the moment. But otherwise, if I'm listening to music that isn't for work or isn't for review, um, I'm just reverting back into like very safe albums that I know I love. So I've been listening to um i'm wide awake it's morning by bright eyes which if you haven't listened to it since this whole thing happened um the lyrics in it are just the most apt thing for this time that i've like it it was really really hitting me in a new way this week so can definitely recommend that as like a kind of a if you want to just wallow in it for a bit um listen to on wide awake it's morning sure. um and then i've just been going and listening to my records a lot because i'm working at my my desk is now in my bedroom i used to have like a another little kind of office thing but because we're all working from home we've had to like change things around so even just like leaving my laptop and going over to the other side of my bedroom to where my record player is and all my records are has been like this division of work and life for me. Mm. Um, so it's meant that I'm like spending more time just like sitting and with like my eyes closed or lying on my bed or something and just listening to albums, which is really nice. And I don't always have the luxury of having the time to do something like that. So I'm sort of doing that. I'm also writing a piece for somebody about doing that as well. So I have to, I kind of have to do it as well. <laughs> but, um, okay. but it's been really, really helping me. Like if people have a record player or even if they just have like a setup where you can put your phone into some speakers and just walk away from it and like just sit in front of your speakers and really, really listen. Um, it's been very, I guess, enjoyable and kind of mindful for yeah. me to kind of do that lately well well you were saying there about like you're listening like generally there was a, a thing that came out last uh, today that said um last week this is just applies to u.s streams on spotify and of the top 200 it was down by 11 percent uh last week mm. but not on youtube at all uh, i think that what that means is that the routines of people are completely out of whack so therefore people were listening in work to drown out their colleagues they're not doing that anymore mm. they're not or the commutes yeah, as well. Yeah, commutes. Commuting to and from yeah, work. Yeah, but it's yeah. interesting. And then as well, there's probably, you know, like a cafe that might be playing Spotify That's for true, yeah. 12 hours a day or whatever. Um, all those places are closed down now as well and shops yeah. and, and things Luke like that. Luke wrote a piece about it today on the website and uh, he's, he oh. says while, um, you know, and then in contrast, like Netflix... Uh, service has been up in terms of uh, demand so they've actually reduced their streaming qualities for 30 days across europe in order to reduce the oh, strain wow. on their servers now it won't be anything that anyone would really notice unless you're i don't know ultra hd but um 
yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, but yeah, it is. Is like what, what what did Luke say? If workmen's play fluorescent adolescent and there's no one around to ask for a rollie while it plays, does it even count as a stream? <laughs> so yeah, this, you can look at that on Ireland today. But uh, it's interesting. It's like we're all going for a lot more visual mediums, perhaps, um, at, mm. at home. I actually one of the things I've been playing a lot is the we we posted on the website last week which is the Nile Nine kind of house party playlist so it's a 19 hour mm. playlist of uh just good kind of uplifting tunes and I made a equivalent uh YouTube version of it so which has all the videos and stuff like that which is kind of oh. nice to leave on in the background so I have some something the videos from the tracks and stuff like that so that's been nice but other than that I think uh, the other things I've been listening to I'd be yesterday I was I did a Go back, went back and listened to the Craftwork, some of Craftwork's back catalogue, which I, oh, I always kind of want to do and I never get the chance to do it. So I did that. Um, other, the only other recent albums I've been listening to, other than that, are uh, there's a band called Automatic who are from LA. They're kind of post punky, kind of, or post, yeah, post, a little bit post punky. They're on Stone's Throw, actually, which is unusual for them. They had an album called Signal last year and I've been listening to a lot of them. That's been very good. It's harder to remember. Separately, uh, I've been listening to Princess Nokia's two albums, Everything is Beautiful and Everything Sucks, both uh, highly recommended to come out about three or four weeks ago. Um, and she was supposed to play tonight or last night in Dublin in Vicar Street. And now it looks like it might be uh, August before she gets here. So These bitches don't like me. These bitches won't fight me. And doing shit just to spite me. yeah those two albums are very good and then separately cool. if you're looking for some more chill stuff we also have an ambient chill kind of playlist that i put up uh, on the site this week as well which is uh, very good and then in terms of new music the only other things i've been listening to are uh i found myself listening to a lot of uh new songs by women that i really uh enjoyed um, like Yeji has a new song out a week and a half ago called Waking Up Down uh, Lapsley had an album out last week and there was a song on it called Speaking of the End I really enjoyed of course I've been listening to Rosalia because uh, you know she's great and uh, yeah. and then finally uh, the Icelandic artist JFDR Jofrider, um has a song uh, from her new album called Thinking Too Fast which I think is just a, a lovely calming relaxing song to listen to uh, right now Yeah, I've um I've kind of I've gone back um related to something good I read this week. Did you read the Fiona Apple profile in the New Yorker? No, I didn't. No. Oh, it well, it's excellent. It's uh, she's got a an album coming up uh, this year finally, and she's obviously a very kind of elusive character. She doesn't give a whole lot of interviews. This is a, a very very long sprawling piece um in which the the writers kind of spent a lot of time with her including some kind of very vulnerable moments um it's a it's a really 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 brilliant read um if 
even if you're not a fan of Fiona Apple's, which you should be, but even if you're not, it's just excellent music journalism. So I definitely recommend going and having a read of that. So I've just gone back and listened to kind of her first two albums and then the kind of the latest album that she released as well. And I'm so interested to hear what she's going to kind of release this year, what her take on the world in 2019 2020 is because it's been so long since we've heard from her so yeah going back to old Fiona Apple records has been good I have her first one um I have an LP of her first one so that's been one of my kind of like lie on the bed in the dark right listening yeah. things um so yeah, definitely give that a read in the New Yorker. It's brilliant. Okay, very good, very good. I still, um, I'm still catching up on my New Yorkers. That's basically what I've been reading. I haven't really been reading any books other than that. Um, yeah, trying to stay away from the live another blogs. great thing that came out um, today was the Thin Air did yeah. a piece called the Pro- a problem shared how the Irish music community is navigating self isolation. I think they've like over one hundred um writers artists um like sound production people like just kind of people from all walks of the music industry and how they're kind of dealing with the um with being either in self-isolation or just adhering to social distancing and whether they're being creative and using the time to create music or to be productive or to write or whether they're learning the time or taking the time to learn how to craft or picking up an instrument they haven't done before um it's it's a really really great read i haven't actually made my way through it all yet um but it's it's a nice one to kind of dip in and out of yeah. uh, throughout the day I very think. good yeah absolutely uh, some good uh, contributions in it from uh dave hanrady has a really nice one in it um louise bruton has a really nice one in it um nisha rue maya sophia again just look kind of loads of people yeah. in it um but it's great yeah uh, what have you been doing to uh, stay sane in isolation, uh, Andrea? So I made bread. I made my first bread. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen it. Um, it looked like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I scored it weird. And did you did you see the picture on my well, Instagram? Well, I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't cop that exactly, no. <laughs> the vagina pic. Uh, it was only on my stories because I literally, I posted it on Twitter and I immediately deleted it because I was like, it's actually too explicit for Twitter. <laughs> but it's it's on my Instagram. If you go into, I have like a, a what are they called? You highlights. know, the stories that you kind of save. Highlights. Okay, I'm gonna look, I'm I have gonna a look food right highlight. Now. So you'll have to go through loads of them in it. Okay, I'm going to But it's, find to, it. it's towards the end. It should be like the second last one. <laughs> but I, I posted it on Twitter and I was like, I'm literally going to get, like the algorithm will think I'm posting something explicit here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed the process of making bread. It was just a simple white bread um, and it tasted delicious. I made it on Sunday. Today's Thursday. It's all gone now. So I'm going to make another another loaf tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I see. It? Yeah, yeah. Do you see it? It looks like a vulva. <laughs> Yeah. It looks like a vulva. <laughs> it's yeah, it is very very explicit. If you listener want to see that, it's in my food highlight on my on my Instagram. Yeah, not safe for work, obviously, <laughs> but we're all at home anyway. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. Um, it's just sort of general baking things. Um, working a lot, trying to do some creative writing stuff, which I usually don't have the time for reading a lot for work because I'm doing some book reviews coming up um so just kind of a lot of the stuff that I would have been doing in my spare time Mm. anyway but like way more if that makes sense um yeah that's pretty much it and like you know yoga and meditation all that stuff sure everyone's doing yoga with Adrian Uh, everyone's at the yoga with Adrian I've been doing that for three years yeah three two three years Something like that. And um, she'll change your life. Like, she's amazing. Well, I have been... What about you? Yeah, what have you been doing? Getting up at a normal time uh, is has yes. been really important. Getting up at, like, latest nine o'clock. Um, even if you're up early or up late the night before because you don't have to get up. Um, I've just been... Uh, the routine and structure of a day. Um, I had the dog for half the time. I don't have the dog anymore. So taking her out for walks and... Um, distant uh, friend chats was kind of nice as well you know um, yeah uh, and now I don't have that it's um, yeah I was lucky in that up until yesterday um, 
or the day before I was able to go I go to a personal trainer and I have been for the last year and a half and um his name is Michael English. Shout out to him. He's my personal trainer. That I, and the reason I'm shouting him out is because uh, because he can no longer open because of uh, the restrictions on places you can go to in public. He actually gave me some weights and uh, a barbell and everything to bring home with me oh, cool. so I can continue doing my workouts. So uh, just really appreciate that. It's nice to have um, those kind of things in your life um, that make you feel better. Mm. A lot of people are are doing yoga or you know whatever um some form of exercise that maybe they haven't done before but it's just nice to keep up that routine part of it uh, for me and i've just really enjoyed it i have not been mm. watching tv or you know there's a lot of people talking about oh now it's me neither i'm like i'm just not i i just don't have the drive to sit down and watch anything i don't know what it is I, I, i've been I watching watched movies couple, at i watched night. like the first uh the first three episodes of succession and then I was like, I just don't think I have it in me to like really get sucked into a show at the moment. I'm just, I think I'm too frazzled or I just keep like, yeah. whenever, like I said, like my desk is in my room. So if I'm ever like watching something on my bed, my desk is kind of there like looming being like, you should be working. Yeah. And so I just, I, I can't really get into the headspace. The, the, thing, the only things I have been watching are Celebrity Bake Off, which is every Wednesday. So I did this with my housemate, Denise. Um, so every Wednesday night, and uh, we watch Celebrity Bake Off together. And then every Thursday night, we watch First Dates together. And then other than that, it's just the news, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I've been enjoying, uh, other than... Okay, so I've been... The, I have been watching movies, just not daytime or anything like that. I haven't watched Turn on mm. TV to do anything like that. Um, I have been watching old Hitchcock movies in the last couple of weeks, so that's been really nice. Cool. I'm going to make my way through them, I think, the way it's going at the moment. I've, in the last week, I've watched uh, The 39 Steps, um, the original mm -hmm. one from 1935, I believe, The Man Who Knew Too Much with Jimmy Stewart and Doris Day, where she sings Que Sera Sera, and there's a... I love Some that film. questionable plot holes about uh, which yeah. prime minister, uh, which country this prime minister is from uh, that they that is in the film. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of things like that where you're like, I love these films. I've always loved them. Uh, we watched Rope last week or uh, a few days ago as well. And that's the one. Rope's great. Kind of like a play. But so some of the acting is so over the top, but I love it. It's so class. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. There's uh, Farley Granger's in it and he's just trying to keep it together the whole time. Jimmy Stewart's in that one as well. And uh, it's basically about uh, two um, kind of, what was it, like preppy kind of post-grad students in New York who... Uh, Wasps. Yeah, who uh, can, uh, commit what they think is a perfect murder and invite people over to their house to um, mm. basically secretly gloat. And uh, it's it's all done in 10 minutes... Um, cuts so uh, really interesting on the same room as well so uh yeah i really enjoyed that and i think there's something uh about going back into uh the far past that has been quite comforting in that and rather mm. than like we're not in the in the like people are watching outbreak and uh films like that uh, contagion no and I'm like thank i do you. not want to watch no. them sorry i'd no, rather go and no. watch Jimmy Stewart frolic around Marrakesh for a while, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, Actually, I will say, though, when um, when I'm with Harry, we have been making our way through Chernobyl, which, like, we've been watching it before all of this happened anyway, but we're sort of continuing it now. I think we've only two episodes left. Yeah. Um, but it has taken on a very strange kind of... I, I know it's a completely different situation, but, like, there are just some kind of images in it that are very kind of... Um, just a bit scary in the current climate. I did not like the most. Re have you you've seen Chernobyl? I have, yeah, yeah. I did not like the latest the latest episode that I watched, which was the one with the three the three soldiers, the like young guy oh, yeah, yeah. and the other two who are on um, animal control. We'll say I ha I had to like skip chunks of it because I just couldn't. I could not watch it, um, which I felt really bad about because I know it was a real thing that happened. But I was just like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. I am well, that was hard to watch. far too emotionally vulnerable <laughs> to watch this. So so I'll finish that. But I think it's like, I think it's properly brilliant. It is. Like, yeah. and I, I know, like, I'm really late to the party with it. Like, but um, it's just mind blowing how, how, how easy they make it to understand, I suppose. Mm. Um. I don't know anything about physics or anything like that, but I feel like I'm learning a lot from it. And also just the kind of humanity in it is amazing. 
like it's really really amazing and I, I keep kind of like darkly thinking about the art and the film that's gonna come out of this um this whole thing whenever um it all ends and wondering if like how how long that kind of line mm. between the event and the art is going to be like will we see things like chernobyl like in our lifetime um chernobyl the, the television show i mean uh in our lifetime uh to do with the covid19 kind of crisis um so i've been kind of like yeah thinking about that a bit yeah um, the other thing I've been watching is <laughs> is unavailable on YouTube in case you want to watch. Uh, sometimes it's a bit too real. Sometimes it's a bit too much, uh, but it's reeling in the years. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going back and watch oh, yeah. some of the 90s ones, um, especially uh, and early 2000s. Um, so been enjoying that. Actually, the other thing I watched that I really enjoyed, which any people probably will have seen, is the Boys in Green documentary about the Irish football team under Jack Charlton. I watched the first one of that. It's a series, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just two parts. Yeah, yeah. But very the good. first one's brilliant. It's basically reeling in the years, but it's only about football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really good because it has like all, all the music from whatever year they're talking about. It's kind of shot very reeling in the years. Yeah, uh, totally. it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. So good. I really enjoyed that. That was something that just gave me a bit of comfort um, in mm. these uncertain times. Uh, and then I went back and watched uh, This Is England. Have you seen that? This Is England, Shane Meadows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was talking about it on the podcast, I'd say about five or six oh, yeah, months ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd never seen it before. Yeah, and uh, and I forgot then that they'd made um, TV companion episodes to update mm. them every few years since from... I haven't watched those. 88, no, 86, 88, 90, I think they did as well. So, mm. yeah, you can watch those. They're, uh, it's a very good... The characters are brilliant in it. And, uh, oh, This Is England is so good. I wasn't expecting it to, like break me in the way it did like that True. the film stayed with me for so long after i watched yeah. it like i couldn't stop thinking about it i love the kid in it um i can't remember his dad's name but he's so good he's look at the fucking size of him yeah he's, <laughs> he's absolutely amazing and my gal who's in line of duty is in it um i can't remember her name now i know who you're talking about um, yeah 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 she's, she plays she's lol like the kind of the, um, she plays lol yeah, yeah. she's great um, um thinking about going back and watching line of duty again i've never watched um, that no. Oh, Niall, now's the time. You, oh, you'll love Line of Duty. I don't know. You'll love it. It's like, it's like plot just like, it's masterful. It's so, so, so good. And it's brilliant dialogue. Um, What's his name? Adrian Dunbar is in it. Is it Adrian Dunbar or Aiden Dunbar? Hmm. Adrian. I Aiden, can't remember. Aiden, he's Aiden in Dunbar it. A I've no idea. Um, He's in it and he's amazing. Um, it's really funny, really smart. It's just a good, juicy procedural, like yeah. with investigations and crimes and coppers, and it's and immensely quotable as well. Like it's brilliant. Yeah. I'd say definitely give it a go. Okay, well, I have plenty of time on my hands, but we'll see what yeah, happens. Get that on your list. Um, yeah, I'll watch Succession. I'll, I'll I'll give Succession another try. Well, you watched the first three, and you go. You enjoyed it. I wasn't I, like I wasn't grabbed by it just yet. I was talking to um, Dave Hanready about it, and I was like, I'm not like entirely in it just yet. And he was saying that it, I think around episode six of season one, it really like takes off. So I'm, I'm willing to stick with yeah, it. I don't think it's one you have to wait too long to enjoy, which is yeah. often what people tell yeah. you. Because I suppose at, at the moment, it's like I'm not really invested in the stakes yet. Like I don't yeah, really yeah. care that these billionaires are like losing their money or whatever. But I know, but I do like the characters. I like what's his name? The... The Culkin, who's oh, he? Oh, Kieran Culkin, yeah, he's great. Yeah, his his character is really good. I like him. I can see him being my favorite. But um, yeah, no, I must. I'll I'll give it a, a further go. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. the other things that I've been watching are just very small little bites that have just been giving me a bit of a lift. Um, the territory video from the Blaze, which is you know always worth a watch. So, uh, mm -hmm. watching that music video, uh, watched that a few times in the last few weeks. Um, just to keep me it's such a lovely song and such a lovely video um i went back and watched tiara wax whack world the uh visual album that she did to accompany the 15 songs in 15 minutes uh really beautiful and really like so ingenious the way 
they clearly didn't have a huge amount of money, but they made a lot of it work uh, very visually. Um, mm. Really great showcase of a of a talent. I really hope to hear more music, new music from her soon. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, Vox do a thing called Earworm on YouTube, which is a video series where um, they take a particular topic in music and uh, explore it. Uh, the one I watched most. They're fantastic. Yeah, videos. the one They're I watched most recently videos. is uh, about gated reverb and where that came from in the eighties. And you'll know that yeah. from songs like Phil Collins in the Air Tonight and Peter Gabriel and Bruce Springsteen Born in the USA, stuff like that. Just this very mm. where that actually came from. So. I would definitely recommend watching those kind of things. They're really well constructed and very well Mm. put together. In the 1970s, drums on the radio sounded a lot like this. They're quite dry, aren't they? They're just as recorded. To achieve that isolated, clean sound, producers and engineers mic'd the drums all over, including the inside. This was the sound of bands like Pink Floyd, Earth, Wind & Fire, and Genesis. At least up until 1979, that's when Peter Gabriel was recording his third solo album. His Genesis bandmate Phil Collins was on the drums playing a simple beat. And here's where something magical happened. So according to their engineer, Hugh Padgham, they had a brand new recording console with some cool features that included a mic hanging in the studio to talk to the band. That mic accidentally picked up Phil's drums and the result was this thick, punchy reverb that disappeared in an instant. If you like those kind of things, there's a guy on YouTube called Adam Neely, who I've been watching for a couple of years. He's a jazz um, a jazz musician and bassist primarily who went to, where did he go? I can't remember where he went to. Um, but he does, I guess, like educational slash essay style um, YouTube videos about a lot of them is about are about jazz, but a lot also about music theory. Um, he does some like gig vlogs and stuff as well. Yeah. But he's brilliant. He's a really kind of accessible resource for people who want to learn more about music, but also for people who have the theory background. Okay. He can go quite in depth and quite like expert on, on on some things as well. So he's brilliant. He's really really good. I've been watching him for a few years now. Cool. Um, I suppose while while I'm on YouTube, um. If anybody out there is thinking about learning music theory, um, I think now would be a good time to do it. And there's a lot of free resources online. I think Coach, uh, I was about to say Coachella, Co- Coursera, that's it. I think they're off- offering some free and discounted courses. And also, if you just go onto YouTube, there's a guy called Ben Levin, who is the most charming boy in the entire world and he has a um a youtube series um that's basically like music theory 101 um and like very like kind of low production quality just him in his office but like really really charming and really breaks things down like i studied music for years and years and years but he there was some concepts that he explained that i just never never clicked with me before but the way that he explained it i just got it okay um so yeah ben levin and adam neely might as well share those two guys who i've been watching for literal years um great dark horses ostinato sounds suspiciously similar it's in the key of b flat minor but it's been transposed here to the key of a minor Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry about that. That's actually not the Katy Perry. That's the Adagio from Bach's Violin Sonata in F minor. This is Katy Perry's Dark Horse. Wait, sorry. Got confused again. That's the traditional Christmas carol, Jolly Old St. Nicholas. This is the Katy Perry. Actually, I'm sorry. Keep getting confused. That's the spiritual Go Down Moses. This is the Katy Perry. One other small thing that just has given me a lot of joy is, uh, you know, the Limmy Show sketch with Falcon Hoof and Jingle the Jester. <laughs> yeah, you know that one, Kill Jester. Oh, I, I do. Kill Jester. Kill Jester. Yeah. <laughs> Jingle is our friend. She's here to help us. So she'll be here for the whole quest, eh? Yes. To give advice and tell jokes and that. Yes. For the whole quest. Yes. Oh my god, Bob Mortimer's train guy videos. I cannot stop watching the train guy videos. Oh, has he done more than one? I just saw one of them. 
Oh, he has. Like, I think he's about eight of them now, okay. and they're like they could like continue on. And Matt Berry has posted a couple that are like the, the guy on the other end of the phone oh, to right, him. Yeah, like, okay. it's so so funny. <laughs> I love Bob Mortimer. Class. Um, in terms of podcasts, uh, I've been listening to a number of uh, Irish ones. Actually, uh, most recently. Um, I've always been, I always listen to the daily, which is the New York Times one, which is kind of like my newsy one and a really mm. good, um, you know, 30 minute in depth, um, very easy to understand discussion about the, t- uh, current affairs. Um, but, and I really enjoyed, uh, Una Malali's most recent United Ireland podcast, just her and her own talking about, you know, uh, what it's like to, to live in a time of crisis like this and how, you know how you can cope with it yourself and and all the things you can do and think of and how she's been thinking about it and i think that's very much worth a listen and a subscription um as well uh mm. randomly i think i've just like in terms of news stuff rather than watching um the uh rt news broadcast or anything like that uh, and keeping up with things on twitter i've just been going back and listening to some of the morning ireland podcast just to give me a mm. flavor of what people are talking about on the radio as well but uh in terms of comedy the other thing i've been listening to and i've got into in the last month is tony cantwell's shit show just uh oh yes his, you mentioned his him. podcast talking about all sorts of random stuff um yeah. reviewing movies he's seen in the in the last week uh giving out about star wars all those kind of things uh yeah, yeah. silly but good i've been listening to um i'm catching up on bandwagons um which is Fanula jones's podcast which is so funny just like so 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 funny and has been like a real lift for me uh, in the past week or so because I've finally eventually exhausted the creep dive like I'm not tired like not even nearly tired with it yet but I'd gone back and listened to old episodes so so like I just I've no more to listen to now and now I'm week by week okay um and also same with Mother of Pod and um what's the one that they do with Rogue um can't remember the name of it now uh vulture club so basically like that those like three women i have like three podcasts of theirs that i listen to um and then yeah bandwagons uh the sunday business post have started doing a coronavirus podcast uh it's just a short podcast every day just updating what what is what has happened that day with um nadina regan and their i think health editor yeah um and i'm very sorry um just re- just kind of really factual like you just get like your snippet of what you need to know today if you're not really into like listening to the news I'd, I, I'd recommend checking that one out um and yeah i don't think i've been listening to that many other podcasts because like i usually listen to podcasts on commutes or when i'm out walking or running and I've I know I am allowed to still go out for runs, but I've decided uh, not to because I'm lazy. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll, I'll do it again soon because the weather is cracking and yeah. it's it's so nice. Um, well, look, this is the thing. So, you know, you don't have to feel. You shouldn't make yourself feel bad about what you're not doing. You should just yeah. uh, focus on what makes you feel good right now and yeah. uh, talking to your friends and um, virtually hanging out. We're going to, myself and my group of friends are going to do something we've never done before next week. We're mm. going to have a Dungeons and Dragons night. So, oh, that's exciting. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what that's like. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is so much fun. Only one of us I've has play, ever I've done it. I've played it a couple of times. It's great. So, that's so none of you have done it before. One of us has done it before. One, okay, person. and that person will be the DM, I yes, assume. Yes, the dungeon master. Okay. Yeah, the dungeon master. Exactly. Yeah. So I um, look. It's a. It's a. It's a whole new world. It's a brave new world. It's a strange new world. Um, You'll have to listen to that Mountain Goats album about Dungeons and Dragons I will not. afterwards. I will not. <laughs> you'll listen to it and you'll get everything that, and then you'll become a Mountain Goats fan and it'll be amazing. Oh, I don't know about that, Andrea. I don't know. About that. <laughs> um, okay, I think yeah. that's pretty much it for for most this week. I guess. Yeah, we don't have a nor- like a, our usual episode because we. I guess we just wanted to kind of check in and acknowledge that this isn't a normal week. Um, so it didn't feel, I guess, appropriate or right just yet to kind of carry on with our normal show. Yeah. Um. But from next week, we will have our album reviews and our songs of the week and our news and all of that stuff again. But we just wanted to kind of talk about 
nice things that have been making us happy i guess this week yeah why not um yeah i guess we'll figure out what we're gonna do next week but uh if you enjoyed anything you heard us having a chat with here um let us know um neither nine and uh, andrea underscore cleary on instagram or twitter andrea cleary underscore sorry sorry you won't you won't (laughs) find me if you put the underscore in the middle of my name god knows who that is must find out um and other than that uh patreon.com for slash nine or nine as i said at the start of the show anything uh all of our financial uh resources and uh opportunities are in um in a weird stasis at the moment we don't know what where we're going to make money so if you are in a position to support us uh that would be much appreciated uh stay tuned mm. for more uh lumo live streams and uh the 909 music quiz to come on april 4th yeah. um, and thank you to the people who got in touch i put out a question for what are people doing to kind of stay sane and a few people got back to say that um you know like the that these live streamed gigs are really, really helping. Um, David Kelly on Twitter got in touch about, you know, just the feeling that people are still continuing to create things um, is kind of been a source of light there. Um, someone else on Twitter, uh, sorry, Maria on Twitter got in touch to say that she's taken up the guitar. Um, Carlo Maliocco got in touch with me to say that he's like working on his album now. So, Good things are happening, but you don't need to like feel pressure to create anything right now. But if you want to, like Godspeed and you have our support. Go play some chess. You know, that's chess is a nice nice release. I don't know how to play chess. I might learn how to play chess. I could do that online. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very nice can be very stressful if you're losing <laughs> um, yeah. but a very nice way to it's a nice thing to do in combination with some nice music i found and okay maybe a nice drink or two you know um, okay so. i'm will you play chess with me during the week if we do it online okay play it on I'll Skype? figure that one out yeah i, I actually okay. have to remind myself how you play chess every time we play it so uh, okay yeah. that is okay, that I'll is a possibility you, so. let's do that so all right Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening and thanks, Andrea. And uh, hope the rest of your week goes well and uh, stay safe, everybody. And stay, yeah, stay spatially distant, but not socially yeah. distant. Don't stand, don't stand, don't stand so close to me. <laughs> bye, everyone. Okay, bye. These bitches don't like me These bitches won't fight me And doing shit just to spite me I see them talking on the IG Think you jealous, maybe hard key I got the juice, I got the high C Do I care, unlikely You must have time on your hands Cause all the time you been hating I know you mad that I'm famous I know you mad that I made it With all the time you been hating You could have turned into something Sometimes it works out for people Sometimes it really just doesn't Don't do this shit to be Cause I love it, I shot a narrow, so fuck it I took a chance, came from nothing You have to go for it, want it, you have to rise up above it If you go and expect it, well girl, I think that you bugging How you want what I have? You ain't working yourself That toxic energy shit ain't really good for your health I think you need better goals, cause oh my god, you seem lost You talking shit about my music, but what the fuck have you dropped? Now what the fuck have you done? Accolades, you have none Your lazy ways get you none I go and pray for you, hun Sugar, honey, iced tea These bitches don't like me These bitches won't fight me And doing shit just to spite me I see them talking on the IG Think you jealous, maybe high key I got the juice, I got the high C Do I care? Unlikely I'm on the train throwing soup The racist men making threats I'm not a gangster, but I can tell you I love to throw hands I'm racist, big as a scum I don't like drama, it's dumb I don't be fighting no women I don't be toting no guns I hate domestic abusers In fact, they all make me sick This group are one of my friends I push them straight in this shit I got a real code of honor That I take seriously If Colin Kep was a woman Then I'd be dead on one knee My revolution is so full I'm healing kids with my hands I'm talking love my people Not fighting bitches for bands I got no hate in my heart I think it's funny I rap I did not bang in these streets And I did not trap in the trap sugar honey iced tea these bitches don't like me these bitches won't fight me and doing shit just to spite me i see them talking on the ig
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.